Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to give our heavy spoiler thoughts about House of the Dragon, Episode 10, a.k.a. the season finale, a.k.a. titled The Black Queen. But we are not alone. Joining us for this review is the one and only Queen Tessa of House Mama's Geeky. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. So, how's everyone's week been? Let's start with Tessa, our guest. Welcome back. Glad to have you back. How you been? Good, good. Moved to L.A. since the last time I talked to you from from upstate Woo! New York. So <laughs> this weekend, this last week was finally, we did our very last, unpacked our very last box and took, got our very last comic book box organized. So we are good, settled, sort of, because it's a rental and we're probably going to buy a house in a few months. And But I'm not thinking about that now. Finally. There you go. That is, that is where I'm leaving this. <laughs> so it's been a crazy week. I think that deserves yeah! a nice little hooray. <laughs> well, it's it's glad to have you back on. I mean, I know moving is crazy, but I can't imagine, you know, moving, you know, states as well. It's like that. That's I feel like that's a different level. Moving coasts. It's yeah, moving, moving coast, coast to yeah. coast. <laughs> we got rid of so much stuff, and then we came just because we didn't want to move it. And then we came out here, and we're like, "Oh, now we have so many things we have to buy that like pieces of furniture." Like we went to IKEA every week for like two months, and we were like, "Finally, we haven't been to IKEA in I think three weeks now." And it's like, "Yay, <laughs> we don't have to go there anymore." <laughs> <laughs> we were regulars at one point, but not anymore. It's totally right. fine. But I'm glad to hear that everything is going so well for you again. Congratulations on the move. Devin, how was your weekend? How how you been, buddy? I know we've been, well, we were talking about, what were we talking about? Oh, Black Adam. That's right. We were literally just having a conversation about Black Adam before this. But Devin, how you been? I've been pretty good. No move for me. It's been a little over a year since my last move. I know how stressful and crazy it is, so I don't envy you, but I'm, I'm glad it worked out. Moving is... Not always fun, but but when it works when it works out, it's nice. You get a nice place, new place to live, and just live your life. That's that's true. I mean, yeah, I moved myself earlier this year, but I mean, I just moved across town. But I did have to get a lot rid of a lot of things, which I did not have room in my new place. So I'm not at the level that Tess is at just yet, but I'll get there eventually. But uh, before we begin our House of the Dragon season finale review, I wanted to ask you guys what you've been watching lately. I know there's been so much going on. Where I feel like right now, within the year 2022, it is the golden year for TV, like just all around. Like I, I firmly believe and feel that TV has been outperforming films this year. But I want to ask you guys what you've been watching. So I'll pass it over to Devin, then we'll go to Tessa, and then I'll close up. Yeah, I'm still working my way through season one of Daredevil. I have never watched it all before, so I need to catch up. 
Um, She-Hulk gave me a great introduction into the character. Now I'm just kind of diving in. Almost done with season one. It's been very good so far. And I've been doing a lot of gaming as well. A lot of games came out recently. Yeah, I need to get back on that bandwagon. I mean, I bought Gotham Knights. I'm going to play it at some point. But I'm like, ugh. Anyway, uh, Tessa, what have you been watching lately? I feel like you've been a very busy bee. <laughs> I have uh, everything. Is everything an answer? Um, uh, you know, movie-wise, Black Adam, you know, that was a thing. Then uh, <laughs> Wendell and Wild. I just watched. That was, like, really good. That's on Netflix, coming to Netflix ne- this week, I think. Um, but then TV-wise, I, uh, I, so I have been on a kick of, like, if I'm since I'm watching so much stuff when I can watch like something I don't have to review type of thing, I've been on like reality TV kicks. So I just watched the mole. I binged the mole on Netflix, which was actually Is really that good. good. I've, been, I've been intrigued. Yeah, I loved the mole before. Like I was a big fan of it when it was on TV before. And so this was actually good. The worst part was that they didn't put it all together. So they gave you like several episodes. Then you had to wait a week for several more. Then you had to wait a week for the two final yeah, ones. They've been doing that for reality TV for some reason. Like, like kind of ditching binge a little bit for reality, but not for the other stuff. It's yeah. weird. It was awful. I hated it. I was so angry. So that was the worst part of that. And then um, the challenge. I've been watching the new challenge. I love me some Johnny Bananas. So I was very excited to see him back this season. Um, and then speaking of gaming, I just actually beat yesterday. I sat and I beat uh, Return to Monkey Island, which I was <laughs> so excited nice. about. I love that stupid game. I love those games. <laughs> um and I've been debating on buying Gotham Knights, but I hear it's it's a, it's a struggle. So, so <laughs> Devin and I are both PC gamers. Uh, we we have ascended um, a, across the the console plane to something higher, more enlightening. And um, we were able. What one of the perks of gaming on PC is that you don't necessarily have to pay for MSRP all the time, depending on where you get your code from. I think we both spend around 40 to $45 on hours. I would not, this is me personally. I I'm enjoying the game for what it is, but I do not think it is worth what they're asking right now. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's also being held to impossible standards with the Arkham series. It's just, it well, can't compare Arkham to is, that. I mean, I don't think anything can compare to that. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, I thought that was kind of odd, too. I mean, I it was the same developer that made Arkham Origins, but they haven't made a game since. But it's it's not bad. Like, the story is really good. I mean, the combat, take it or leave it, whether you like it or not, whatever. But I would wait for sale. See if it goes on sale around, like, Black Friday. I would not drop 70 on it, at least because it's on next-gen consoles. From what yeah. I yeah, on Xbox and PlayStation. It's only 5. on yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they it was it was weird because it was supposed to come out for last gen and next gen, and they're like, hey, uh, we're just gonna move forward with next gen. We're like, okay, cool. Yeah, and then they're like, we're only gonna do 30 frames per second. <laughs> like, yeah, wait, I was like, that doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. But I digress. <laughs> Definitely it, it's it's good. I would just wait for a sale. That, that's all I got to okay. say about that. That's what I'm kind of hoping that GameStop will get like, you know, used copies in and. Oh, I'm sure they will. <laughs> you know, then it'll be cheaper because <laughs> I'm not paying that. That's why I was like, what do I have to play instead? Return to Monkey Island. Yay. I will beat this game. <laughs> well, Tessa, if you have an Xbox and if you have Game Pass, you can play I do. Th- the new Plague Tale game. 
that is okay. out. Um, right I think is the first one on there, Devin. I can't remember. It's the first Plague Tale game on. Um, I believe uh, so. Game Pass as well. I'm not entirely sure, but it's something to look look into. Um, I just wrote it down right now for real. I'm gonna. Talk about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> nice, nice and short too. Short little. Yeah, they're very nice and short. There's time. two games. Okay. Uh, the first one's called The Plague Tale Innocence. I think it's on Game Pass. I know Plague Tale Requiem is, and that's the second game. Perfect. It's uh, it's it's a good, a great indie studio. Nice little Last of Us kind of feel game. Oh, without yes. it being The Last of Us, it's like in old timey France. It's really good. Oh, I'm excited now. Thank you. Instead of zombies, it's rats. Yeah, oh, instead good. of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but um, as for me, for what I've been watching, I actually just finished Enola Holmes too. Ah. Can't say anything about it because we're under embargo, but I did watch it. So that was my one of my things I've been watching. I was going through the Scream series, just kind of watching some more spooky season stuff. Been doing um, some rewatch of the Fear Street trilogy that is on Netflix. I love that trilogy so so much. It's so um, good. I got to finish. I, I'm on, I'm down to the last movie. I'm not ready to watch it because I don't want it to be over. And I'm like, Ugh. it's just I I love it. I hope they give us more Fear Street stuff. Um, yeah, but those are just a few things I've been watching. Um, I think. Well, I got to watch Willow the uh, the first yeah. movie. That's yeah. I got to watch. that. I can't believe so. you haven't watched that. I Tessa, if I gave you a list of movies that I, I know. <laughs> there's a lot of movies. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff I haven't watched either. Yeah, everybody so. has a list. Yeah, yeah it, it is what it is, but it's it's fine. I'll I'll get around to uh, Jaws one day. But <laughs> you haven't watched Jaws? No, I have not. Oh I haven't watched Jaws. God. Who are you? <laughs> I haven't seen. My gosh. James Cameron's, um, oh my gosh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Titanic? Titanic. Yeah, I've never you seen You haven't it. seen Titanic? Nope. Oh my goodness gracious. Set, set aside a whole day for that one. I saw it 13 times in the theater. I had a crush on Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. I think everyone and, did. I, I know. I feel like it's one of those movies where it's like, you feel like you know everything that happens because everyone just spoils everything anyway. It's, it's kind of like trying to oh, introduce someone so to like, Empire Strikes Back for the first time, but like everybody already knows that Vader is Luke's father. So like that that Spoiler twist alert. that <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no. but I, I I'll get around to it one day. It's good, it's good. It got to the point where my mom was like, "I'm not bringing you to the theater if that's what you're going to see anymore." So I bought a ticket for something else. I don't even know what it was, and I went. And I <laughs> the old switcheroo. I love yes. it. Yes. I absolutely <laughs> love it. But, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the main reason why we're all here today, we're going to be getting into our House of the Dragon, a.k.a. Hot D, episode 10, a.k.a. the season finale, which is titled The Black Queen. So for this episode, it is going to be more spoiler heavy. Uh, we are going to get into our initial reactions of the episode first. So any non-spoiler thoughts will be thrown in there. Then we'll get into our spoiler section. Um, we were covering it through Warner Brothers. And again, thank you, Warner Brothers, for sending us those screeners so we can serve you guys the tea each and every week. But they wanted to be extra careful 
and not send out the finale to critics. Um, and then unfortunately it got leaked anyway, <laughs> but that's okay. So Tessa, Devin, are you guys ready to get into our review of house of the dragon episode 10? Let's do it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to House of the Dragon, Episode 10. The road ahead is uncertain, but the end is clear. We are better defended. Against him. Whomever may dare to challenge us. The threat of war looms. The gods have yet to make a man who lacks the patience for absolute power, your grace. And we are back with our House of the Dragon episode 10 review. Again, this is the season finale of House of the Dragon. And unfortunately, we're not going to have it for at least the next two years as they are filming uh, starting in spring 2023, I believe. Uh, is what the showrunner said. So it feels like it's going to be like a Stranger Things season three to season four, but two years instead of three. So I, I feel like we can get through it, guys, because no, worry not. <laughs> we have a lot more fantasy stuff on the way this year. This is the year for fantasy. It is the year for horror. We still have Willow, the series coming up. We have His Dark Material season three. That is dropping for any of you uh, His Dark Material fans out there. Um, we also have The Dragon Prince Season 4. I'm very, very excited for that as well. That's hitting on Netflix, but we still have so much fantasy stuff to get to later on this year. But unfortunately, House of the Dragon has ended for all of us. So we're going to get into our initial reactions here. Where we'll start with Tessa, and then we'll go to Devin, and then I'll close out. So Tessa... What were your initial reactions on this season finale? No, oh, the season finale. I was like, poor Rhaenyra. That girl, she went through it this episode. That one point, like, she's handed a glass of wine, and I was like, you deserve that. You drink that glass of wine, girl. Like, this has been right from the start. And then, like, stuff keeps happening to her. You talk about a, a bit of an emotional roller coaster. Like, there's a few... I wouldn't really call them highs, but, like, better moments, I guess, for her. But I was like, the poor girl... I adored her all season. She was probably my favorite character. Her and Damon, even though they're like related, I was like, well, they're not twins. So that's a win. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, I was so happy and I loved them so much. So I was actually kind of, I don't want to say disappointed with episode nine, but I was like, oh, I got to know how Rainier is taking this news. Like what's happening to her? And then this entire episode, I was like, oh my gosh, this poor girl. And I just kind of like, as a mom, there were some moments in this episode that I was like, this could be very triggering. Uh, I'm keeping this part spoiler free, but there are some, as a mother, there are some horrible, horrible moments. And so it was a very intense, but I was very, very happy with it. Uh, a little annoyed with the whole like cliffhanger they're leaving us on for two years, but I'll just have to deal with it. I feel it. I feel it. It's, I mean, that, that's the beauty of TV. Not all of our questions are answered by the end of each season, which is usually how TV works, but it does leave us, you know, yearning for more. 
But I'm going to pass it over to Devin so we can give his initial reactions for Hot D episode 10. Yeah, going into this blind, having never watched Game of Thrones before, it was definitely an interesting ride, to say the least. Um, I'm not going to say it's gl- I'm glad it's over, but I feel like each week I was taking a test that I didn't study for. Like Different people would pop up on the screen that I had never seen before. All these names, all these people I had to try to memorize. It's just a lot. A lot to take in for someone who has no idea uh, anything about this world. But I would say overall, um, I enjoyed the finale. I don't know... Maybe you guys can tell me how this compares to other Game of Thrones finales, but it felt kind of tame. Like there were um, obviously a few events that happened. Obviously, Rhaenyra had quite a bit going on and um, some things unfold within her family. But it is left on a pretty big cliffhanger, as you mentioned, with uh, we'd have to wait and see two hours or not two hours. It'd be nice if it was two hours, but two years until we see what unfolds this war that is that is building. It felt like it felt like kind of episode nine where like I felt episode nine was building to a war and then ten would be the war, but ten is also kind of building to a war and then the war will probably be season two, so we'll have to see, but maybe you guys can weigh in on that. Let's take a quick break. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Yeah, so for uh, my next reactions really quick, um, maybe we can answer your question there, Devin. I I mean, for me being a huge throny, whatever you want to call me, I, I've, I've loved this world ever since uh, the original series came out. And, you know, that's what prompted me to write, uh, not write, excuse me, read the books for <laughs> Game of Thrones. And, of course, for Fire uh, fire and Blood, which is what House of the Dragon is adapted through. And I actually want to reread it again because this is so gosh darn good. Uh, but it's it's so it's it's a tragedy. But it also this episode sets a flame underneath Rhaenyra. Um, we have seen more of a tamed Rhaenyra thus far you know with this episode with her trying to be you know following her father's footsteps of course we already know that the uh, the king is dead as of episode technically actually of episode eight which still uh crushes crushes my heart but there there's a lot going on and this entire season i feel like um, it, it is the setup for the war what's to come like what devin was saying because there there's so much more that we have not seen yet that it's going to blow a lot of people's minds. I think waiting two years, at least I think it's going to be worth it because I mean, I know with the original game of Thrones, you know, it used to be like a yearly thing where, you know, every single year we expect something new, but you know, this is a different team, different set of writers, uh, a few of the same um, producers and whatnot for showrunners and uh, cameramen and whatnot. But um, it's, this, I, I think it's going to be worth it, like a two year wait. Like, I don't want 
just like to dive back into Game of Thrones where it feels like every single year we're getting something. I wanted to feel special and I wanted to mean something. And much like with Rings of Power, because I know that's going to be uh, getting a second season as well. I'm, I'm ready for both of these shows, especially for House of the Dragon to kind of just, you know, we, we've left on an amazing cliffhanger. You know, it's yearning for people to maybe hopefully start reading the book. So, I mean, you, you still have to wait, but you can at least, you know, have an idea of what's going to happen because there's been a lot of people online, especially on Twitter. I just been a lot of book readers that have been just spoiling everything for everyone. And I mean, even though I am a book reader, like I would still like to know how it unfolds on screen because there are a lot of uh, changes that they've made um, through the books and through uh, the show. Um, some, some for probably for better, maybe some for worse. It just depends on who you are, but Overall, I think this was a great episode. Um, but to answer your question, Devin, I think we had talked about it before. Usually in Game of Thrones, the the climax would happen during like the penultimate episode. And then like episode 10 would be like the cooldown and that kind of like, you know, the aftermath and like kind of sets things up for the following season. But since Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon are so different, I really enjoy how they're kind of moving away from that, like House of the Dragon is its very own, it's its its own show. And I know people are going to try to compare it to season one of House of the Dragon. I mean, of Game of Thrones. I don't think people should because they're so totally different, even though they are within the same universe. Um, it's, it's something new that I, I was intrigued when, especially when episode nine for the green council came out, I was wondering what was going to happen. I'm like, okay, so they're kind of just, they're like sister episodes. Like you have episode nine, the green council, and then that focuses on Allison. And then the black queen, of course, focuses on Rhaenyra. So they, they kind of work hand in hand, but um, sorry, I've been talking here for a while, but <laughs> I I love the show so much, but it, it, it was a job well done. Um, I think the finale it's it sucked the landing and I can't wait uh, for more, honestly. So um, with all that said, let's actually get into our spoiler section. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen house of the dragon episode 10, AKA the season finale, that is your first spoiler warning for the season finale. Again, that is your second spoiler warning for the season finale. So again, if you haven't seen it, it's on HBO Max. Go watch it, you know, with your mother, your brother, your significant other, whoever it may be. Just just go watch it. If you've been watching weekly, if you haven't, you can go binge watch all 10 episodes now if if you're a big binger out there. So whew, there, there's a lot to get into in, in here um, <laughs> with this spoiler section. But um, where do you guys want to start? Because I mean, there's I mean, of course, R.I.P. Uh, Luceris, a.k.a. Luke. Oh um, Lukey. That was crazy. I feel like this episode was more as much as Luke's episode as it was Rhaenyra's. Obviously, you know, we've kind of hinted at a few things, but now we can kind of, you know, let it breathe and l- let all the dogs out. But in our world, it's called it's called horsing around when you're like messing around with another kid and getting in trouble. I guess it's like it's like dragoning so- around in this. It took it a little too far. <laughs> a little just a just a little too far. Just a tad. <laughs> a little bit, but I mean, what, what did you, uh, what do you guys want to start with? Cause I mean, I guess we could just start with Luke's death. Uh, what did you guys think of that sequence? And I mean, gosh, there's just so much to talk about here between that and, but we'll, we'll start with Luke's death and then we'll kind of just move our way through. So I guess I'll pass it over to Tessa if she had 
any um, insights or any thoughts about that? Listen, I, so I haven't read the book, although I think I'm going to in this break because I, I think you should. I read the Game of Thrones <laughs> book, so I'm like, I'm going to read this one. OK, so hey. but listen, when he like landed his dragon and he's all like nervous, like, oh, and I'm like this poor kid. And then you see Vagar. I was like, oh. He's going to die. Like, because Aemond is, he's not messing around. He's crazy. He reminds me of Joffrey, right? Like, in a way, where he, except maybe Joffrey was a little more unhinged. I feel like Aemond kind of has, like, a plan more than Joffrey. I don't know. Um, Devin doesn't know what I'm talking about because he hasn't seen Game of Thrones. But he reminds he, he me has of a Joffrey. Top tier, he has a top-tier evil face. So that's that's all I know. He's He's got that great evil face going. He does. He's got that jawline. He's got the missing eye. He's... But so I was like this poor kid, like I was scared for Luke. Right. I was like, he's nervous, making me nervous. Like, I don't know what's going on. And when he walked in there and then, you know, he's like, oh, I'm not a warrior. I'm here as a messenger. I was like, oh, look at it. Like, he's so cute. He looked so little. Like, I know he's young, but he looked so little, like a little kid in there. And he left. And that scene, though, when you see Vagar fly over him, I was like. Oh, man, that dragon is huge. <laughs> and then I did love the parallel or like the how earlier in the episode, Rhaenyra was like, when the dragons go to war, everything burns. Right. And you see both of the boys there lose control of their dragons. They're both like, no, 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 mind me. But the dragons are like, just going to fight. Anyway, um, I enjoyed that. How they kind of brought that back around like. Yeah, this is what she was trying to tell Damon. Like, this is what's going to happen when you bring dragons into the war. They're dragons, right? They're like wild animals. <laughs> you can't really fully control them. But legit raining body parts was not on my bingo card for the finale. That was intense. I was like, I am I know I just full on like jaw dropped. Like, <gasps> did that really just happen? Vagar just you know, one bite and they're just raining body parts, dragon and human body parts raining from the sky. Um, that was intense, but I did like uh, Rhaenyra's uh, reaction. Like, I'm going to cry for a hot second. And then like, oh yeah, mama bear, mama dragon, maybe I should say. Uh, there you is go. Coming out. Yeah. That's true. It's, it's weird. Cause I mean, even from the top of the episode, you know, leading up to that point, it's, you know, this this episode happens literally like a day or two after. I know Devin is very uh, thankful for that. No more time jumps. He does not like the time jumps at I was all. So he abs- befuddled the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> befuddled. He was That's like, "Who is Sir Harwin Strom? Who is this man?" Yeah, I had no idea. And, and I, I do, I do think the show should have done a little bit better job of introducing it because there were a lot of time jumps, but even from the beginning of this episode where, you know, I mean, Rainey's, you know, she, she escapes King's landing. She's flies straight to Dragonstone and like, she doesn't even like, she just rips the bandaid off. She's like, Hey, <laughs> the King is dead. And, um, there's more news. You're, you're kind of being replaced. Like, you know, you're, you're being usurped. Well, you've already actually already been usurps. So, and this kind of triggers that that stress for Rhaenyra to go into labor early, which was very. Graphic. I didn't think we we're gonna. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, we 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 saw miscarriage happen on screen, which is something I never really thought that this show would do, or at least within this universe. Like, obviously, we've. We've seen miscarriages in different ways, obviously with Emma's death. Yeah, actually seeing it like 
actually happened. That was just the leg of the baby, like in blood, like that shot was. I was like, this is very triggering for anyone who has ever lost a child. My goodness, this should have had a trigger warning at the beginning. That was insane. I think so. Yeah. I mean, you know, they tried to perform a C-section with, you know, Emma during episode one. And it's, I mean, modern medicine. Yeah. (laughs) That's the takeaway from House of the Dragon. Jeez. I know. It's so like, well, like I said before, I feel like this is much as Lucerus is, or I'll just call him Luke. I feel like this is as much as Luke's episode is, as it is Rhaenyra's because, you know, he doesn't want to take over Driftmark. I mean, he, he's a timid kid. He already looks younger than his brother, which I thought was kind of weird. I'm like, okay, I know who Luke and Jace are, but Jace looks older for some reason. Way older. I couldn't tell the ages of any of the kids. I mean, it's the same with Aegon and Aemon, right? Like, yeah. Aemon looks older than Aegar. A- yeah, Aegon. Yeah. Aegon, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Too many <laughs> names are almost the same. They change like Some three letters. Same. Some are the same. You're right. That's even worse. Oh, there's there this. Someone made the joke on Twitter saying this should have been called like too many Aegons because (laughs) there's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot of Aegons. I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. So Aegons be Aegons. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) But Devin, what what did you think of Luke's death? I mean, I want to know from your perspective because I know you haven't really spent that much time with him or I feel like you haven't spent that much time with him. But what are your thoughts about Luke's? demise i thought it was just a pretty cool scene overall just seeing the other dragon just tower over like luke's little dragon was like the size of his that other dragon's paw like it was just a monumental size difference and it was cool seeing that yeah. uh, play out one thing i did notice i had to look it up afterwards but i liked um damon didn't do much much this episode but he went into a volcano and uh hunting for a different dragon i had to look it up apparently he's looking for the second largest dragon to make his own. So that's uh that's a big deal. That is um oh my gosh, what is the name of that dragon? I had it pulled up here and I'm totally blank. It it was the dragon that uh King Jaharis, the peaceful, uh the king who was in in power before Viserys. Um Ver Vermithor. Yeah, yeah Vermith yeah, yeah, Vermithor. So I mean I guess it would be like scale size. Like I really love how they showed, um, I think, uh, Arax or Arax is Luke's dragon. It's such a baby dragon. It's, he's, he's a little baby boy. Like, you know, it was great to actually see, like we, you know, they've been telling people, Oh, you know, Vagar's technically next to Blarian, the dread whose skull is like in the red keep. Vagar was the second biggest at the time. And then it goes, King Jaehaerys's dragon, I believe. So, but to see uh, Luke's dragon and then um, <laughs> Vagar above, like I really love how they were finally able to, like, yeah, like we know how big Vagar is, but to really see her and like just the all scale. of her glory, yeah, like she's crazy. slow. She's a very slow moving dragon, as you guys have seen. Yeah, but, yeah, it was it was amazing. I was like, Mike. I was like, oh god, Luke, Luke's, Luke's gone. Luke's gone. It really sucks. I thought he was gonna when he started like you know maneuvering through like the smaller spots mm. where Vagar couldn't go. I was like, oh, he's gonna get this. 
I should have known I was watching Game of Thrones. What the? Don't don't get attached to people. That's the rule. Exactly. Uh. And of course, we also have uh, Otto, you know, making his way over to Dragonstone saying, what up? (laughs) What's going on? Princess. Princess. That was a dig. That was on purpose. What a. I don't like him. No, Otto has been. Uh, Otto is a sneaky little Slytherin. That's all I got to say. I, <laughs> but I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, I know we're jumping around here, but at the same time, it's like there's so much that happens in this episode. You know, from you know the fight with Luke and Amon, which I thought was kind of weird for a second because when Luke goes, um, when he first visits Storms, Storms, and you know he does exactly what he's what he's told, and then Amon wants like more justice he's like hey he's like i want you to cut out your eye i'm like man you just said when you were like 14 years old that i may have lost an eye but i gained a dragon like why do you want him to you know cut out a dragon's not know. enough maybe maybe not amen is a troublemaker though he is uh he's very unhinged but obviously as we as uh, tess had said earlier you know they're these Targaryens, I mean, they are humans, but like I kind of view them as gods. It's just how people view them in the world because they do have these dragons, but even they can't control their full power. It's like try to tame a wild animal. You can't it's it's not feasible, it's not realistic, especially Vagar. Um so it's like well, you know, these these dragons, they they are very intelligent creatures and they have instincts and they're you know, th- those animal instincts kind of start to kick in, but it's, it's crazy how we've had so much, um, so much friction between everything, but I wanted to kind of pass it over to you guys. Cause I've been talking here a lot and I do apologize. Um, was there anything Tessa that you wanted to bring up that we haven't been able to, uh, talk about in our sport section yet that you wanted to, you know, get off your chest? Yeah. So, Speaking of stupid Otto, when he shows up, can we talk about the fact that Rhaenyra, like, literally just had a miscarriage and then is like, I'm going to get on this dragon and go show you how, like, you want to summon me? I'm going to get on a dragon. I'm going to go. It's very much like when she had the baby and um, I forget what episode it was. Eight, um, maybe. Like five when she when had the baby. The time jump? Five. Yeah. I don't know. Whenever it was. When <laughs> Yes. When they first did the time jump. Listen, this yeah. has been episode a, five. And episode Al- five. Yeah. And Allison saw six. like. Six. I'm sorry. Six. Not five. Six. I don't know. <laughs> it was a previous episode <laughs> when, when Allison's like, I want to see your baby. And she's like, you're not taking the baby without me being there. Like, she's going to kill my kid. Like, so she's like literally leaving a trail of blood behind her and you know you get that kind of the same thing like she just went through this horrible devastating thing and she hops on that dragon and is gonna go show how powerful she is and be like all right you wanted to like what do you got to tell me you know i just man i just love her so much but it's like as a mom i'm like goodness i don't know how you could muster that like props to you i think that's probably why she's one of my favorite characters like she's so badass like she just doesn't she's gonna rally when she needs to and it's it's crazy i love it i agree with you there because it's i mean ever since episode one where her mother was saying you know you know we're women you know like the you know childbearing is is our battlefield and we've seen uh i mean we've seen rainera give birth to six kids and I mean, unfortunately, you know, her, her sixth kid uh, ended in a miscarriage, but 
I mean, she's, she's, I mean, it's, it's kind of like the best thing that she can do, unfortunately, within the circumstances that she's in, because, you know, it's, it's very interesting how she does not give up. And I think she's a very well-written character. And I think she probably is my favorite character of house of the dragon altogether. Cause like you said, I mean, especially for parents, you know, I mean, especially, you know, losing children before their time. Cause you know, your parents are supposed to go before you do. And it, it is, she, she's been through a lot. I mean, so is Damon though, even, you know, wow. during Damon's child, uh, when, when Rhaenyra goes into childbirth for the sixth time and Damon doesn't want to be there. And I mean, no one in this world is perfect, but it's like, I mean, can you really blame him? Like after what happened with his first wife and it's like, does he really want to go through that again? And no, but, but, but can I tell you how mad I am at him this episode? Not just for that, but when he was like choking her, what was that all about? See, that is Damon is not a perfect person. I know a lot of people online are like, you know, Oh, he's, they're painting him in a certain light. He has People a lot of good qualities. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. He does <laughs> care about his family, but he's still very unhinged. And he didn't know about the prophecy of Song of Ice and Fire. Because mm-hmm. why would Viserys tell him? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't and make any sense. It's crazy. But Devin, I want to pass it over to you. Was there anything you wanted to bring up in our spoiler section that we haven't gotten to yet? I apologize. I'm on cloud nine. I just, I watched this episode twice so far and I'm just, it's, it's, it's just been a great day, but <laughs> I actually, I actually had a question. I had forgotten what happened to Lord Corliss. Where did he go? He kind of just appeared again in this. Episode. He was like sick after his, he went away for, what did they say? How many years? Did Six he go years. Away? Six years. And then they were like, I think was at the beginning of episode eight. Maybe they were like, Oh, he's sick and he might die. And that kind of, was that eight, seven? I don't know. A previous episode. Um, so it kickstarted. Episode, mm. Eight? Eight. Was it was his, his brother that got beheaded? Yeah, his yes. brother got beheaded. I, that's why I was initially confused, because I had them mixed up. They look right. very similar, yeah. The hair, the big blonde braids. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so in episode eight, Corliss is still missing, because he's, you know, went to go find the stepstones, you know, left. Rainey's all by herself uh, for six whole years. years. That is a long time. Like that's a long time, especially during that time where it's like you know you don't really like six. My gosh, but yeah. So he returns um, from battle, and that kind of like you know everyone's you know trying to rally behind Rhaenyra, and all these men want to go to war. So, but sorry, go, go ahead, Devin. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, that, that was the only question I had. Yeah, he was, he came back sick and that kind of kickstarted the whole like, what are we going to do if he dies? And then they started fighting over that again. And it's like, you can't just like, mm. gosh, it's like, didn't you say this person's going to succeed? Just leave it. They got to, yeah. you know, well, it's gosh. that that's the whole thing. Cause it's like, I mean, you see. Rhaenyra, you know, after she is, I guess she has like her own personal coronation after, you know, the funeral of um, her child. And it's, you know, all these men are just so eager to go to war. Like, you know, like, okay, yeah, like, you know, we're, we're going to swear fealty to Rhaenyra and we're just going to go in there. And what did, uh, <laughs> what did Damon say? He was 
on it, by the way. Like, he was like, oh, he's like, we can have this war done by, like, the next, like, full circle, like, by the time, like, the moon turns, like, the next yeah. full moon. Like, it's he time. was. Yeah. <laughs> it's, more, it's like, we it's got 14 more. dragons. They have four. Yeah. They were, it's, it kind of resembles not only, well, for um, the Green Council, you know, you had the entire council conspiring behind Allison's back, even though they're not necessarily doing this for the Black Queen, for Rhaenyra, it's more transparent, but, you know, all these men are just like, oh, we have to go in there, you know, we just have to take it all down, you know, like, we have dragons, and... Rhaenyra's like, well, no, let's think about this for a second. And I love how Rhaenys, you know, kind of calls out her husbands and saying, you know, every man standing around like that, you know, the the table, which was by far amazing. I was like, I did not know. That was a very cool table. Yeah. Because it also shows in Game of Thrones, but it's not lit up like that. That was like our actual first time seeing it like glow. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. But yeah. I, I love how Rainis uh, says, you know, every man standing around the table urges her to, you know, plunge the realm into war. And Rainier is the only one who's demonstrated to like for like restraint because she's like, well, you know, I need to figure out who my allies are first before I blindly just go charging through the gates. Because like she said, I don't want to rule over a bunch of bone and ash. So it's like. I get it, you know, like she wants to be level headed about this, but she's not going to be anymore. (laughs) Not anymore, because I feel like she was trying to figure out some kind of compromise between her and Allison, because Otto throws in that sneaky little piece of paper (sighs) when they're "Mm." I was so mad. See, I hate Otto. I hate him. He's like, (laughs) she hasn't forgotten the love you guys once had. Shut up, Otto. She's doing a horrible thing. He's like, whatever. yeah, 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 whatever. It was, aye, aye. He's like, oh, well, you know, Aegon, he has the Conqueror's name and the Conqueror's sword and the Conqueror's crown. I'm like, cool, bro. This all cool. started because she was, like, mad that... He, he's just he's just a lizard. I just, like, like Allison was just all mad because, like, why, why did they fight so much? Because, because she made out with her uncle and then, like, slept with the coal there? Is that why Allison was so mad at her? That she, I guess because she lied to her. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, what? yeah. Rhaenyra did definitely lie to her face, where she was like, she did. "I didn't do but, anything like, with anybody." Lie to each other. It's been years. Get over it. Goodness gracious. Yeah, I, I think this entire series, at least so far, we've seen Allison her entire life. Even when Rainey said in episode nine that her entire life has been in service to men, you know, especially she didn't get a choice to who she wanted to marry. You know, she had to marry her best friend's daughter Dad. i mean her best friend's father and this she can't she can't refuse the king so it's like it's all because of know. her dad see i hate oh, yeah. otto otto was like hey go to his uh chamber and uh tell him you feel bad his wife just died it's so gross Ugh. he was he's very manipulative i mean he's uh, clearly a bad guy i i think Littlefinger in game of thrones is a little bit more he was more, I guess, mathematical. Like, he knew yeah. what to say. I mean, Otto kind of... Otto has a silver tongue, at least in the, in, in the show. But I think Littlefinger was more careful with certain things. He's because like... Otto's, ten, Littlefinger is like 10 steps ahead, where Otto's like yeah, one. One yeah. or two, if. <laughs> yeah. But it's just... They, they usurped 
Rhaenyra on like on a technicality. And there's there's so much in this episode where, you know, the, she's trying to set the stages for war in a peaceful-esque way because, you know, she's trying to um, honor her father's memory, but it just doesn't go that way because everyone's just so riled up. And, you know, just, I mean, can you blame Rhaenyra for trying to figure out who is on her side, especially after, you know, it's, it's like a one, two, her father passes away. Oh, and, you know, what was promised that was yours is already taken away. And then you lose your baby. Both babies. Well, both and babies. One. Then well, she yeah, gets one crowned. baby. Then and it's then, like, then <laughs> baby, <laughs> baby Luke. I, I just got to call him Luke. Baby aye, Luke. Aye, aye. <laughs> and a baby dragon. And the baby dragon. Oh, and the dragon. Yeah. The the bloodshed. I mean, it's it sucks because I mean, you have Eamon. Eamon was not trying to kill his nephew. He was not trying to no. kill Luke whatsoever. He's trying to intimidate him because that's you know his thing. But he, it oof, it just ended so badly. And then of course the sapphire eye, which was, was pretty cool. awesome. I was waiting for that. And I saw a little, like, it was a small little spoiler, and that was it. And I was like, ah. But did you guys run into any spoilers at all? Um, or no, I kinda... muted words. When I saw it was leaked, I was like, nope. And I muted words and stuff. Because I wanted to wait and watch it on mm-hmm. HBO Max. and High quality, I got you. High, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, especially the finale. Like, I'm not trying to, you know. Plus, mm. there's no way I was going to put my review out early and upset Warner Brothers. Like, why would I do that? So Exactly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I want to see season two. <laughs> yeah, on. I want to see. Yeah, we we got to stay in Zaslav's good graces here, everyone. Exactly. We got we got to stay in Warner Brothers Discovery's good graces. But yeah, that that, that would have been. I, I think Zaslav might have an emerald eye as well. Got <laughs> some, some evil under there. Uh, maybe we'll see. I I don't know. It's it's so crazy. This, I mean. There's so much to get into this episode. I don't want to be here all day because I know Tess, Tess is very busy. You know, she's got a lot going on. <laughs> I but... do. <laughs> Living in L.A., man. I love it, but it is busy. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I can only imagine. Um, did you guys have anything else you wanted to bring up before we get into our final thoughts and ratings? I'm just glad uh, Game of Thrones fans seem to love it because that's kind of what it's all about, especially after kind of the... The sadness of the ending of Game of Thrones, apparently. I, I, I was gonna say you've got you've got two years now. You can watch Game of Thrones. I don't he know. He, so a lot of people. I'm I'm not sure where, where your stance is on season eight of Game of Thrones, Tessa. But it wasn't as bad as people make it out to be. That's my stance. okay. See, yes, I I'm I'm in the same camp. I mean, there's a lot of things I wish that would have changed. I wish. I wish episode. I wish season seven and season eight should have been ten episodes altogether, because Whoa. I feel like we really needed more room to breathe. But yeah, it, it feel. I mean, it's gonna leave a sour taste in people's mouth, and I understand that. But I, it really like the first three episodes of season eight are like really, really good. It really didn't. It started faltering for the last three episodes. But no, I, I'm with you, Tessa. I don't believe season eight is as bad. Is what people make it out to be. I mean, like definitely, like yeah, like it, it's it's a disappointing ending, but it's all about the journey. And Game of Thrones is still one of my favorite shows of all time, regardless of the ending. Because, I mean, it's it just is what it is. I mean, I I try to tell people, you know, you don't have to like the ending of season eight, but you do have to accept it because that is what it is. 
but probably yeah. probably would have helped if they had some books to you know go off of instead of yeah just... that's <laughs> they got abandoned partway through they got yeah. abandoned everyone wanted to you know put the blame on D and it's like now hold on now because i've been waiting since 2010 for george to drop these last two books y'all but then again they could have I mean, there's a lot of things they adapted throughout Game of Thrones. They easily could have made it stretch a little bit longer, but it's like, when do you cut it off? Because you don't want to end up like The Walking Dead, where it's just like, oh, you know, we're just making seasons until George finishes his book and yada, yada, yada. I know. So, I mean, I can't really say it's just all the showrunner's fault, because I do blame George a little bit there, because when The Winter was supposed to come out in 2010, and he's also supposed to do A Dream of Spring, to close it all out. So, I mean, it's, I can't say it's one person's fault altogether. So it, no, it is what it's it a, is. It's a collection of things and, and right. certain things were mishandled. Like the whole, I don't know. I don't want to, in case, in case Devin watches it, but you know, <laughs> fair enough. Fair you, I'm sure yeah. you know what I'm talking about. The whole like big, massive fight that's supposed to yeah. be. And mm. then they're just like, you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Devin, it, watch it. You have two years. Yeah, you got two years. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Devin, it's it's on Voodoo. If you don't want to watch it on HBO Max, I mean, it's on HBO Max as well, but it's also on my Voodoo account, so you can just watch it there as well. Because there you go. I mean, Ben Schwartz (laughs) is doing it. Why can't you? (laughs) If I could watch with him, I definitely would. (laughs) I would watch. I would watch Game of Thrones with Ben Schwartz. That would be. Oh, I bet it's amazing. His tweets. He has to dressed up as Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) That's the case. That's. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, season eight is, it's not as bad as what people make it out. I feel like people over exaggerate a lot, but you know, I can't fault them for not liking it. But that's why I'm happy for you guys. I'm glad, I'm glad House of the Dragon has definitely uh, been everything you've hoped for. It's like peak Game of Thrones for me. Like it's so good. I'm like, this feels like. It felt the it's like they never Game left. Of Thrones. Like it's so good. Yes. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. I love First it so episode. Much. It just King's Landing, yeah. you know, Rhaenyra flying with her dragon. It's like Ugh, it's like welcome it's home. And I'm like, yeah. I, I absolutely love it. It was And then there's fantastic. the backstabbing and deceit and lying and blood and gore and yeah. sex and incest. It's like, <laughs> oh, I've never left. <laughs> everyone <laughs> Oh, see everyone from okay, I I can't yeah. say anything. I'm sorry. I, I I'm Getting ahead of myself for Game of Thrones. I don't want to ruin it for Devin. I'm sorry if he decides to watch it. But there was some incest stuff going on in Game of Thrones that people weren't okay with. And now people are rooting for it in House of the Dragon. And I'm like, hold on now. Because Matt Smith. It's the Matt Smith effect. I don't know. People (laughs) love him. Maybe they're just so happy that Morbius is over and he's better in this. (laughs) Yeah. He tried his best in that movie. <laughs> he did what he could. He, he had a good time, I bet. That dance. Ay, 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 we're so off topic. But I just, my my daughter looked at me in the theater and went, that was weird after like that little dance he did. And I go, yeah, that was mm. weird. Yeah. <laughs> weird so weird like, is I generous just... for that one. I know. You got to pay the big bucks, you know. You got to pay the rent. You know, you got to spend it on rent, <laughs> insulin, whatever you can. You know, it is what it is. Now he can do a bunch of indie roles. He's he did the, he did the big gigs. He can do some indie roles now. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I mean he was Doctor Who for crying out loud as well. I mean so he's it's so like, good. He, he is. He so is. I I was wondering how he was going to portray Damon, and it's like he just 
<laughs> I saw a he's meme where so- someone was like, his script for House of the Dragon is just a blank page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels like it. He's so good. And like the way his, the way, the fact that he can have chemistry with Millie so well, but then also with Emma, it's like, it was perfect because he had to have that chemistry with the two different actresses. And that's like, that's impressive that it felt like the same relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah. Same thing with uh, Otto as well with his daughter. So it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It, I mean, as much as people like to rag on Damon, I mean, he was very, he was distraught when Viserys passed away. Like, I mean, that was his brother. And he's like, oh, like, how did Viserys die? And they're like, we don't really know. And obviously no one really does, but he kind of has like a hint of, you know, they were sedating of the entire time to kind of, you know, get him out of the picture a little bit quicker, but yeah. Um, but let's get into our final thoughts and ratings here. I'll pass it over to Devin and then the Tessa, and then I'll close out. So Devin, what are your final thoughts about season one as a whole? You know, of course, um, dealing with the finale and then your rating for the season altogether, or maybe just for this episode. However, whatever you're feeling, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Final thoughts for me. The, I'd say this series definitely started off behind the eight ball for me personally, because first of all, I've never seen Game of Thrones. That's obviously a big, big thing that's missing for me here. But also, I'm just not generally a fan of, of fantasy type things and just kind of um, uh, old like period pieces and just things like that never really grasped, grabbed me. But um, I'd say overall, it, it did a pretty good job of, of bringing me into this world and, and introducing me to, to all these characters, the whole hundred of them, it feels like, but to at least give me some entertaining, um, some entertaining deaths and incest and everything you guys mentioned before, it, it, you can see it's all there. Um, for me, the a big issue was the time jumps. It just really had me second guessing myself the whole time. Like, did I miss an episode last week? Am I behind what is, i don't know what's happening i don't know who these people are but it was definitely confusing at times but i'd say overall it was worth it i probably wouldn't have watched it if hbo didn't hook us up and give us the uh the early screeners but i'm glad they did i'm glad we were able to to do that i'd say uh overall as a, as a whole this season um i'd probably give it like like an 80 overall um it's pretty impressive for someone who's never watched Game of thrones or doesn't really have interest in the genre so i'd say, I'd say they did a pretty good job that was our deal, Tessa, by the way. I told them, like, if we get screeners for House of the Dragon. C- couldn't pass it up. We're covering it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're covering it. But, uh, Tessa, what are your final thoughts and ratings of uh, the season finale and just the entire season as a whole? I mean, the season as a whole, I loved it. I'm a, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. So for me, like we talked about it, it felt like we never left. You know, it's like, ah, oh, we're back. And. Yeah, it's different people, but it's the same shenanigans. It's the same stuff that's going on. Um, And I hadn't read this book. So now I'm very, like, very, very intrigued. I, again, found myself rooting for Damien and Rainier, which is weird because I was against the other thing, which we kind of hinted at. So I don't know. I'm in that group of this is very weird and I don't know how to feel about it. But I thought they handled the time jumps well. I'm Glad in a way they did that because like we kind of talked about dragging stuff on too long and I feel like they needed to get the ball rolling and I feel like to get where we are now we needed to see Allison and Rhaenyra build that relationship when they were younger and what happened to Rhaenyra's mother and to get it all in one season 
which is a setup for clearly the big massive war is coming. Um, I'm glad they didn't start the war, which feels weird to say, but I'm glad because I think we need that to be done right. And we need to have it done in a, not just an episode or start it in an episode. We need to have it where we're going to have, a, not having to wait two years to see where it goes after, after it starts. Cause that would have killed me. Um, I loved it. I really did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think they, they started off well and they ended well. They stuck the landing. I mean, it's, I'm so biased because I love Game of Thrones, but like, I think this, it was, I think it was perfect. There's a few issues, but nothing I would knock a rating down. So like, I gave the season a five out of five. Like there's, or hundred, however you rate it. Like I can't, there's nothing I, I think was a, to warrant taking it down because I'll watch it again. You know, I'm going to watch it again. I'll probably watch it again sooner than later. And then I'll watch it again before season two comes out. And it's made me want to go back and watch Game of Thrones all over again. Like, it, I know, you know, I know, Tessa, I know. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Trust. Whew, I, 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 I want to go back. But I'm like, this mm-hmm. is so much. I need to find like a good maybe during like our winter break when we take a break from the podcast. You should DM Ben just, Schwartz. Yeah, let's watch it together. He's in LA, right? He can just come over. There we you can go. watch it together. There you go. Staying out. He's like, be over in 20. I'll bring the pizza. Perfect. <laughs> um, well, for me, for final thoughts, I mean, for it, it's, it, it's a darn near perfect season finale uh, for me. It just, like Tessa said, like this entire series or season just sets everything up for the wars to come. Um, George R. R. Martin had said himself, you know, we need at least four seasons to tell this part of the, you know, of the story correctly. And I, I agree with him because, you know, we should, probably should have listened to George the first time around, but let's not make the same mistake twice. But, you know, also George, I'm still waiting on that book. I got two empty it's never coming. spots it's not coming. on my never. bookshelf. Oh, it's, it better come. <laughs> I don't think it's ever coming, but I don't think it's you, coming you, either. I've lost faith, but you continue your hope. <laughs> it's, it's some days you're like, you know what? I think it's going to be done any day now. Then other days it's like, he's not going to get it done. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a love hate relationship. But overall, I, I really did enjoy this episode. I mean, it's, it is very hard to watch, but it is so necessary because I mean, Rainier is not a perfect person. And we, and we all know that, but it's, you know, I mean, I, I'm team like pro storytelling, but like, I mean, if I really boil it down, I guess I am team black, but I mean, I was saying, you know, the greens, they have a pretty good claim too, but you know, they're trying to do this on a little technicality kind of thing, but, um, there's, there's a lot of craziness to come. And I think this season as a whole you know, me being biased as well has done a really great job. I mean, I, I do wish at least for new um, watchers that there weren't as many time skips. I wish we would have spent a little bit more time with like Harwin Strong because nobody knew who he was. And they're like, oh, like, so Rhaenyra has like three kids with this guy. And, you know, and it's, yeah, I wish we would have spent a little bit more time with him. Um, just... I feel like to make Luke, I mean, Luke's death was very impactful. I also wish he didn't look so much like Christian Cole. <laughs> I know. Well, that was the point, right? She has a type. She's got a type. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. I mean, hey, I, I don't know. I mean, Although Kristen, Damon looks nothing like them. So I don't know. Maybe she doesn't. No. Look. And we, we haven't <laughs> seen Viserys II or Aegon II or you know, the, I guess, 
well, they're still kids because they're they were kids. Yeah. 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 They're still like infants. Cause they, yeah, they were infants when Viserys passed away. Cause it wasn't that long. Um, for yeah, there wasn't like a time jump between eight, nine, and ten. It was kind of like because yeah, the they same. showed it to him real quick when he was laying in bed. Remember, they're like, "We want you to meet him." So they're like little tiny things. <laughs> he didn't say anything when he saw Aegon. He was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> and then he's like, no, "Oh, he Sarah, hey, what's up?" <laughs> yeah, I know. He has my name. I know that name. Maybe it was all the drugs they had him on. <laughs> but honestly, for Patty Constantine, he's, he needs to win all the Emmys. This entire. This entire cast needs to win all the Emmys. Like, I I don't even care. Like, <laughs> I don't even care if Ted Lasso's up for all of its nominations for season three. But They've yeah. won already. They're fine. They got one more season. One more season, and then they're done. It's That's going to be a tearjerker season, I feel oh, like. Yeah. But um, I digress. Per my final thoughts, I, I, just, I loved it. I loved everything about it. I mean, there's a lot of things I wish they would have changed, but... Um, overall, I would give this like probably like, a solid, like, I guess, I don't know, 95 out of a hundred just because of the time jumps. Yeah. I just wish they would have spent a little bit more time with, uh, the strongs, but yeah, what are you going to do about that? But overall mm-hmm. it it's, it was, it's, it's great. Like, I mean, like just I said, it's, I mean, Westeros is back. Game of Thrones is back. And we didn't have to wait too long for it. So I'm um, I'm very excited for all the other projects that they have um, in line as well. But uh, with all that said, I'm actually going to pass it over to Tessa. Uh, thank you so much, Tessa, for coming on and talking House of the Dragon with us. And we would like to give you this time to let all of our listeners know what's coming up for you, what you have uh, plans within the coming weeks and where people can find you on the Internet. Yeah, you guys can see me everywhere at Mama's Geeky, M-A-M-A-S-G-E-E-K-Y, mamasgeeky.com, all social media. I'm seeing a a little movie soon. You might have heard of it. It's uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It's just a small indie flick. Uh, But uh, I'll I'll have my coverage for that soon. Um, Wendell and Wilde is already out, uh, my review, but I have interviews. I got to do some in person since I'm here in L.A., uh, interviews, which were really great with uh, Henry Selleck and, and James Hong, which were just, I mean, two legends. Absolutely phenomenal. So those will be going up soon, as soon as I get the footage uh, and tons of stuff. Now that I'm in L.A., I'm doing all the things. So just, you know, follow me everywhere. I don't know. Everything. That's what I have coming up. Feels like it. <laughs> but again, Tessa, thank you so much for coming back on uh, to the show. It's me. It's, it's, it's been an honor for sure. It's man. Oh man. It's, I feel like the entire season's kind of like winding down, but I know that's a lie (laughs) because we have black Panther avatar too, uh, the Fablemans and like all this other crazy stuff. That's still Willow. (sighs) Willow. Willow. Oh, so much in the guardians of the galaxy Christmas special thing. I'm so excited for that. The next. Um, There's so many other things too. I know. Uh, have you have you I been can't. watching Andor at all? Or oh yeah 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 of course. I have not. <laughs> I got, you haven't. I watched the first three episodes. So we got consumed with everything else. <laughs> I know. Well, Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars thing ever. Like it's my favorite Star Wars movie. So for me, like this is like one of my favorite characters, and getting to spend so much time with him and see where he came from is just amazing. So. Um, I've been digging it. 
Yeah, I've, I've heard good things. It's just, I feel like, I don't know, we, we were covering She-Hulk weeks a week, House of the Dragon, all this. Ugh, it was so much fun. We, have we been- made it. We made it. We survived. It was a lot. It was like you had Rings of Power and um, House of the Dragon, which were like intense. Then you've got Andor, which was like less intense, but still. Then She-Hulk, which was just fun, but it was like all of these things coming out weekly. Plus, like, you know, movies that get released yeah. and other things. It's like, <laughs> what is going on? I, oh, I know. It was, it's crazy. And Stargirl. I don't know if you guys watch Stargirl. I watch DC Stargirl. So there's that also that's happening. Oof. And we got Titans coming up too. Titans. I'm excited for <laughs> Titans. I'm excited. I That show, for me, it gets better and better. Like, it started off very, like, man. But it's getting better, it better. oddly does. It can't get yeah. any worse. So. Well, ex- I think that now it can get worse. So let's not put that out there into the world. I yeah. loved Scarecrow and Red Hood. And so I'm going to miss them this season. But I'm excited. Uh, oh, you've reminded me that's coming up. Oh, there's so much stuff to do. And Doom Patrol. There's so many things. Yeah, there, there's a lot. Yeah, Doom Patrol. Yeah. When does Doom Patrol it, come back? I don't even know. It comes out this year. I know. It's, I think it's supposed to come out oh. this year. I'm pretty it's I'd rather so, wait. Can it just wait? I know. Yeah, right. It's it's like the second wave is coming. <laughs> it's but, awful because like, you know, I'd like to take some time off around the holidays. That would be ideal. It would be nice. It would be nice. It's it not would... going to happen, is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's like that book. All. It's like the next Game of Thrones book. It's never happening. It's never happening. It's, it's never know. ending for us here, but... We, we, we do it for the good of the realm. That's that's all yes. that matters. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, as we wind down here really quick. Oh, for all a Christmas list- story huh? Christmas. Sorry. A Christmas oh, story oh Christmas. Oh, my God. I forgot I about just, that. I just saw the screener for that. I can't say anything about it yet, but that's coming. That's and right. I don't know if you guys were into a Christmas story. but like I wasn't yeah. really into it's it. But it's a Devin, classic. Yeah. I love it. You can watch it <laughs> so. on TBS 24, 24 hours a day I know. on Christmas. Exactly. Nobody has cable anymore. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a, it's a good point. Just solely for this. No. Yeah. But anyway, Christmas Story Christmas, that's coming out. So yeah. don't forget about that. Enola Holmes too. That's coming up Anola soon. Holmes I got to request Glass it. Onion. I forgot to request it. Glass yeah. Onion. Yeah. Glass, yeah this is when is the Nola Holmes 2 embargo? Are you allowed to say? Um, the 27th of October oh, is the embargo. So I still have a little bit of time if I request it. Yeah. I totally forgot about it. See, there's too many things. <laughs> All the things. things. There's too many things. Uh, but, but ladies and gentlemen, what's coming up next on our podcast? What's on deck? What can you look forward to listening for our podcast each and every week? Um, we have our Nola Homes to review, which will drop on October 17th, preferably. Just depends on if Devin got a screener yet or not. So we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. Um, and then, of course, you know we're going to be covering movies like Black Panther 2, Glass Onion, and more. Uh, we are winding down. I I think we're done with covering TV for the for the year <laughs> because my gosh, um, we're going to figure out a different formula for this stuff moving forward. But it is what it is. I think moving forward, we are just going to be focusing more on movies each and every week for you guys. I'll still be watching a lot of TV on my side, just as a viewer. I'm not. I'm not going to write anything. I'm. I'm just going to watch it. 
just a while. Oh, I might do something for oh, a while. I miss we'll, those we'll see. Days. We'll see. Oh, I, I miss know. Those days. Uh, I just want to watch something and just enjoy it for what it is. So that's what I'm going to do for the rest of the year for TV. But <laughs> that's why you but, watch reality TV. That's why I go to the mole and like the challenge because I, can I gotta watch some off reality. And just, New love at first sight. Got to get on that. Love is blind. All that stuff. Yeah, love is blind. That's what I meant. (laughs) I never watched Um, that. I have. Well, my roommate does, but I kind of watch weather sometimes. I'm like, what's going on here? It's Um, very dumb, but very entertaining. (laughs) Just like all reality TV. Yeah, I mean, if Netflix just moved things weekly, things would be so much easier for them. But. But I digress. Um, and of course, what is out right now for people to listen to as of this recording, you can listen to our Black Adam review that is out on podcast platforms around the internet, as well as our The Midnight Club review, which is spoiler free all the way through for people to listen to. If you're looking for something to uh, listen to for spooky season or watch for spooky season. And of course, we also uh, had our Werewolf by Night review and our She-Hulk episodes one through nine review that are out on the podcast now for everyone to listen to so with all that said if you like what you heard on today's episode subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend whether it be your mother your brother or your significant other make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a movie lover in need again tessa thank you so much for coming on and yeah it's 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 been an honor. <laughs> it's been so fun. I'm glad I was able to make time because this was a lot of fun, and I didn't know oh, you were yeah. so into Game of Thrones, so it was great. To oh, to, to, now you know. It was <laughs> yeah. it was great. It was good. Sir Kristen, yeah. us Tauruses, we 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 understand a lot of things. Exactly, <laughs> that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Um, but thanks for having me. This was so fun. Oh, of course, of course. It's always a pleasure having you on. So with all that said, we hope everyone has a great day. We'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter to stay in the know. That was Devin, Tessa, and my name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in Westeros. On the Iron Throne. (laughs) Peace.